everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. When the world gives you lemons, grow a lemon tree. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Uh, I'm good. I'm drinking a blueberry soda from Main Root. It's damn tasty. I don't know the people, but uh, it's MainRoot.com. It's like they they list the ingredients, which are all real things in the label. No caffeine. Well, well, ingredients are real things. Well, I mean, it's not like it's like <laughs> triglyceride. Yeah, exorbitum gum or whatever. The yeah, hell. exactly. Yeah. It's like it's all natural stuff. Yeah, blueberry juice, organic, fair trade, certified cane juice, spices. Like you know. Hmm. Uh, I am drinking black and tan coffee that I made with my little French press. Mm. Uh, from Burlap and Bean, which is a Newton PA roasted coffee that I got from Whole Foods, and it's it's pretty good. I'm gonna try. Cool. I'm trying all. There's a new Whole Foods that opened up near me, uh, so I'm like super excited. Well, I thought you liked driving like 40 hours. Oh no, it's so too. far. It's like it's the next <laughs> town over. It's just close. It's a, it's one town closer to me. Oh, okay. uh, but it's a not. It's a lot nicer and newer, and uh, they have a whole section of uh, like Pennsylvania roasted coffees. So it's all mm. like local roasted coffees. So they've actually separated it out so you could, you know, you know you're getting something a little localer. Localer. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I like it. And uh, good. So let's uh, go to the catchphrase, which is, when the world gives you lemons, grow a lemon tree. And that was sent in by, who do you think? Uh, well, I know because we already did this episode <laughs> happen. It's by uh, the Duke Daniel. Yes. Daniel and, and since I have to say the same thing as I said before. Mm-hmm. What, why are we not getting catchphrases from other people? I don't know, but we need more catchphrases. So if you guys send them in, you can send them in anywhere. You can send them in. You know what? You should check your email. There's probably a dickload of catchphrases in the emails. That's true. I, you know, because uh, I, I, I was going to say that you suck at Twitter, which is why we're not getting them. But yeah. I actually have been slacking, and I think I'm two weeks behind now. Well, let's get two weeks ahead. Yeah. Well, that's which is a, impossible, I, but I know. Yeah, so anyone listening, I'm sorry I didn't get your email. Like I just I just couldn't do emails last week. And you it just know what's not in the cards. And you know, uh, I actually got a message from one of our listeners via Facebook and she said, I sent an email but I never got a response and she Really? I, yeah, I swear. So Oh, uh, you know, I, I feel bad. Like I, seriously, it eats me up. It like it like literally keeps me awake. Well then this weekend, you know what you gotta do. I know. I what was the last oh, I was making sauce last weekend. Yes, you were. So it was kind of You're doing kind of the thing. you're doing the Italian family thing. Of making yeah. multiple jars of pasta sauce. Okay, it wasn't like multiple jars. It looked like dude, multiple jars. Dude, it was uh, four and a half bushels worth of tomatoes. It was multiple jars. It was like an ins- obscene amount of sauce. Yeah, it looked like it. That's all the pictures. It was all over all of our bodies. Like we, It was just, we were machines. <laughs> was it fun? It was a lot of fun. The machine kept breaking down. Uh, oh, you, you actually know. had a machine. I mean, it's it just it grinds the so they we cut them up, then we cook them a little bit. Are these uh, plum it, tomatoes, like the the Roma tomatoes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then we put them into the thing, and it, it kind of like crushes uh, them. Yeah, it, t- it takes like the skin out and stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Old school, man. Was it like one of those Seriously. old like crank grinders, with your, like manual crank grinders. Ah, uh, dude, no, thankfully it wasn't. It was, it was like, automatic. Like, yeah, auto, I mean, automatic, like, we would maybe get, like, uh, a few things through, and mm-hmm. it had to be taken apart, clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. Cool. So, uh, yeah, send in your catchphrases. We need them. It's at Money Matters Men's, our Twitter handle. 
And uh, you can send them in the Facebook because I'm always up on my Facebooks, on my Facebook messages, and that's uh, facebook.com slash listen money matters. So uh, you had an idea for an episode where we want to talk about how, why personal finance is such a social taboo, meaning, and from what I understand, what you mean by this is we don't talk about it, we don't talk about money. Well, I'm going to say it's such a social taboo that we actually have recorded this episode and canned it and started over. You know what? Huh? It's interesting that you pointed out that, that because, example. That's because there so were some there were true. some things that were discussed, not about – and I guess that's the thing is it wasn't directly us. I had mentioned the thing, and I'm not going to go into it and make right. us scrap another episode. But I was talking about someone else's situation, and I guess it's not our place to – yeah. And, and it, it really made me think because I, I grew up, uh, you know, to be to be modest, and I think that's a good thing. But just to not talk numbers because it incites jealousy or mm-hmm. whatever. It can cause rifts, or it can even get people. You know, then it's that we had that episode where we talked about. Do we actually? Uh, yeah, that episode will be published before this one mm. about lending Which, friends and family money. Yeah. Right. So you start telling people how much you make, all of a sudden they might go. Well, Andrew's got money. Let me talk to that guy, even though everyone knows you have money now because you're on a public podcast. But it's it's one of those things that, yeah, I guess that would cause it would cause issues. And I didn't even really think of that, actually. You know, but the, here's here's the thing: is I've never, uh, t- I, I have at, no one, not even Laura's parents, knows how much I I make. Uh, no one except for Laura and my parents know like how much I have. Yet people, I, I, might, I don't, I, might I don't know. flaunt. I think uh, you I might you know. do actually you do know I okay. told you my, my okay. stuff, but uh, I, but I think people just know and like we don't live maybe maybe the, I don't know. Can That's I borrow weird. some money? Uh, no. Oh. And see that was one of the things is like people won't talk about because they're afraid because they can't say no. Right. But, well, I think. Uh, do you think that in recent years it's gotten more not taboo? So much, say for lack of a better phrase, like. Uh, do you think people are a little bit more open about it nowadays than they were maybe in the in your earlier years? Because I of think, the advent of the internet and what have you? You know, I, I think so. And I think that, like, we're very much the exception to the rule. Um, but it's not nearly enough. Like, where you will talk with your friend about how your bathroom is falling apart and you could talk ideas on how to fix it or, you know, they might help you. But your money... You will never talk to anyone else. You will never get the opportunity to collaborate or other insights on your situation. And it's a shame. It really is a shame because everywhere else in your life, you're going to work with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll just drown silently due to pride or I, I don't know what. Yeah, because you look at people now with – I think a lot more people are open about their debt than mm-hmm. they maybe used to be. So I, I know a lot of people who would be more than willing, like myself – to say in public, I have this much amount of debt, and I am struggling to pay this off, and I need help, right? right. And but but maybe the the rich people, and and I and I think the uber rich are more than happy to tell you how much they make because they make it public, right? A lot of a lot of places on the internet because of the internet, it's, it's public information. Uh, but the individuals maybe who are struggling uh, don't really talk openly about it, and you think that's a problem. I do think it's a problem. You think people should talk openly about it? You think people should tell other people what they make? Is that what you're saying? Uh, look, 
when when you go to a bar or you're you're meeting a group of friends you haven't met before, you introduce yourself and you're like, "Hey, I'm Matt." Or no, they're like, "Hey, well, you know, how are you? Good." I'm like, "What do you do?" Like mm-hmm. when someone says, "What do you do?" like they're just like a boring person, like that's just a shitty question and they're doing that to then start to compare with you. You think? Like yeah, and so I, I really do think. So you know what? Like, I would never say it to someone who's like literally wants to. You know, it. If you actually want to know what I do, that comes later in, in the conversation when you actually decide to care about me. No, after you know my name, you don't care about me. You don't know me. So the only reason I think that you're asking me the situation is to determine if you are better or worse than me. Really? That, that, that that's my interpretation of situations like that. Interesting. Yeah. And and I think that um, when it comes to money, it, it's just it's not even like that far of an extension from that. You know, people will say, "So how much do you make?" It's like I'm like, "Ha!" You know, you what do you make? You make ten dollars an hour because I make twenty five dollars an hour. I'm so fucking good. Like, and and you, I don't. You shouldn't get into those conversations. But me and you, we've been buddies for a while. Like we've talked numbers. Yeah, we're also in a, we're also different because we're we do a personal finance podcast. <laughs> we t- I think it's I'm pretty sure we talked numbers before the podcast existed. Uh, so what? How do you feel about this? Uh, mm. I am more than willing to tell my friends how much money I made this month. Yeah, like I, I do too. it all the time because they'll say, "Oh, what'd you do all month? Like, how come you can't afford to go out?" I'm like, "Dude, I made this much money, or I have this much money in the bank." I think it's easier to say when you have less, and I. No, I, I, well, I also brag about having more too. You don't have more though. Well, I, I mean, you you have more than zero, which is pretty damn good. Well, I have these days. the reason why I do it is because I have a couple of friends who think that because I do I work from home and I don't I mean I have my own business that I don't make money. <laughs> but you mm-hmm. know, I just say like, oh, guess what? Made this much, and I even have to go tell my mom like, hey, mom, I there's money in my bank account. Don't mm-hmm. you don't need to fret anymore. Like I, I'm okay. Like I'm not gonna. Not gonna come crawling back and living at home mm-hmm. with my parents, but uh, you know, I, I'm very, I'm very, very open about it. I'm very open. The the only but I don't know re- if that's because well, I don't think I've always been that way. I don't, I don't. To me, it's not. I don't know if I don't know if things would change though if I had a lot. Like if I was making hand over fist amounts of money, if I would be a little bit more secretive about what I did. I definitely wouldn't be because of the, this podcast, of course, because mm. I want to disclose that. Uh, but I mean, maybe in my personal life, I'd be a little bit more. I don't know. I, I'm not there yet, so I have no idea where I would be. It it concerns me only because what concerns uh, you I, though? Saying the number and um, what's the number? I, I, what, do you mean, what do you mean? Like what? What does you make per year? Yeah. Like, what's your an, annual income? Yeah, I've actually not said it yet on this podcast. Yeah. Were you? Are you purposely? You, have you purposely? I've purposely uh, tried to not say. I you know. Actually, because uh, I guess I felt like I would be resented for you know the number. Um. Okay, that's fair. Mm. Uh, although we're sitting here, and you think we should be open about personal finance. So should I say it? Should Should I out it? I don't know. It's up to. That's up to you. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Tell you one All way right. or another. Yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll I'll lead the way. So, uh, and wh- and why? And but but what is your? Why do you want to like? Why do you think this is important? 
I, I want to tell you a story of something I did. Not not at this job, at a previous job. And uh, I I personally thought it was like really great. I, you'll have to tell me if it was really great. So okay. I'm just trying I'm, to keep an open mind here. I'm, I'm interviewing this guy, and uh, he he's a fucking rock star. He's great. He's really smart. He's he knows his stuff. Uh, and he's just like a really good person, mm-hmm. confident, not like most people in the interview, they're like bullshitting you or they're, they're trying to be fake. And yeah. this guy was like real. He knew his stuff. He had a job like already. He wasn't looking. It was just he kind of we reached out to him. And so um, at the end and I didn't actually didn't even give him a technical test because I could just tell. And I he spe- we did like some logic stuff on paper and. and I was pretty confident. I was like almost certain that all the people we would talk to him after me would like him. So I, I said to him, um, how much do you make? And he told me. And uh, then I told him how much I make. And I said, like, dude, like, do you, they, like, you have to negotiate hard. Like, they will pay. Are you saying I, he made less than you? He, he made, like, way, way – so he made uh, – 60, he made a lot less than me. Okay. And, at, his, and, at his previous job. Well, at the, at the job, the job that he was, was current, currently yeah. at, yeah. And uh, I, I, I just said, like, fortune favors the bold. Like, you just got to go for it. Like, just try it. And the worst thing they say is no, they negotiate you down. Where he told me what he was going to do, and I convinced him to go higher. And it just, it, this isn't, does nothing for me. You know, I, this is a big the company's so large, it is meaningless in the thing, but what helping if, a dude a out. Okay. Wait. All right, but continue. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, I mean, that's basically that's the story. Yeah. Now, do you think your mind would be, think a little differently if it was your company? If it was my company? You, uh, you yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have told him to go higher. <laughs> you would have been, like, <laughs> been like, oh, I'm getting this guy to steal. Well, dude, have you heard about how uh, Buffer does it? Who? They, Buffer. You know, the, the, the tw- Twitter automation tool? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're public with all their numbers, and there's a formula for how you get paid. So it doesn't matter if you have 500 years experience or one year. If you fit in this role, you could easily determine how much you get paid. Everyone in the company knows how much everyone else is getting paid, and people love it. Hmm. And I think this whole thing where, like, you get hired and you're secretly – secretive salary, and you don't know what – your neighbor's salaries. They don't know what yours are, but you're doing the same job, but, you know, they seem happy, so maybe, you know, you're getting... And it, it's... Why not talk about it? it, it it's of no difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. No, well, see, now you've crossed into a new area, which is the workplace and knowing what your coworkers make, because... I've always discussed this with my coworkers. You do? Yeah. And, and often I made less... And um, they made more. You? No, it didn't. You know, you know, I can, I take it as like a, a learning thing. Well, you know, it's it's about knowing what you're worth, right? And it's not like I ran away and left because often I stayed to gain more skills. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then it also will make them feel good, you know. So they, they make more than you. They feel good because they're making a lot. And I think you could both sides can learn a lot from it. So I've I've been on both ends. Well, actually, no. I've never been on the high end. But, but, dude, I, I just wanted to know real quick. Like, do you think what I did was like um, uh, morally wrong? To, yeah, was it like morally wrong, or was it? No, of course not. Because I, I feel like depending on who I. Well, ask, I mean, you, you've, you've, your company could have got that guy super cheap. Hmm. But 
and I, and did you end up hiring that guy? Yeah, you did. And did he yeah. get what he did? He get a much higher salary? He did. He didn't get as much as me because it was too high of a yeah. leap for him. But he got much higher than what he was going. And that was to because get. of you. Um, I don't know if it was because of me, but I. I but you put the I, idea in his head. I pulled back the curtain and let him see. You know, because if you're making X and you're like, well, I guess if I jump, if I ask for fifteen percent more, like that's already like a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he wound up getting like something like thirty five or like some obscene amount more. Then um, he then he would have probably asked for. Yeah. Just because of he was comparing himself to where he was. Mm-hmm. And he would have been moving up slower. So you gave him a big jump. You, yeah. you helped him push. You pushed him. Well, he gave himself a big jump. Right. And the company, and they hired him because he was still cheap for the role. And he was, you know, mm-hmm. but. I think that's good. I think it's a good thing. Although, you know, it, it, <laughs> you were working for the company. And you're, again, your company could have got it much cheaper. But, I mean, I, if we're, talking about, we're talking about Barclays. I, I'm not talking about any specific company. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say because I mean you don't. I, I don't know if they could like sue me. No, or something. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure they listen. There's a, <laughs> you know, that's another. See, that's a whole other topic. Is because you know I've been in a situation where I was in a room, it's a very small room of people, and I've made more than somebody who's been in the company forever. And then I was this new, young, fresh guy making more. Not much more. It's know. actually often how it happens, too. Yeah. And they found out because I, – I don't know how they found out. Like, they must have asked the HR person or maybe I just said it or because they asked me. And I, I don't care. Like, I'll tell anybody anything. I'm, I, Same. I, I really don't hide anything. Uh, but, Which is why we're great for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, – and I think it causes – it could cause rifts the other way. So, like, you could, you know, in this in this particular company I was working for, it wasn't a very professional company, but um, I'm sure they went, oh, fuck, Matt's making this much? Like, I deserve to make more than him. I've been in this company 10 years and, like, run to the boss and say, like, oh, I want to make more money. And it's like, well, based on what? You know, just based on this other guy makes more than you? Well, he does a different, different job than you do, you know? Mm. So it, the years don't matter. It's the expertise that matters or whatever. Uh, you know, and then I worked in a room where that's this, uh, another another room. Where it was all people my age, and we all got paid differently. We were all paid, and I was actually not the lowest paid, but not high up, even though I was running everything. So I was kind of the boss of everybody, but getting paid like the third in line. Uh, and it didn't bother me actually, because the guy who was getting paid the most money had more experience than I did in programming, as a matter mm. of fact. And I was like, oh, and he was a really good dude, and I liked him a That's lot. That's what I'm saying. Like when you see the people are making a lot, you just be like, ah. It's I get you, it. Yeah, I mean, except you when you hate the people and they're making more than you, then it gets a then it turns into a whole and, other thing. Right? And that's you know yeah. that's like the jealousy realm. And I guess then you know what? Uh, maybe one of the rules is you just you just can't talk with people who will be jealous. But it is. I think you're right. It is important to know what people in your space make because that way you can, you know, maybe demand a higher salary when you go to the next job. Mm. You know, it could mean you're not. I would think the chances of you getting a higher salary at the current job might be difficult to do. You know, getting a 35% bump it, it is, is probably difficult. Yeah. yeah. But if moving to another company is when you get the bigger bumps or if you got a promotion, per se. Interestingly, my dad had told me a story where uh, he was getting paid whatever. He, he went to go leave because, and then they offered an awesome, him an awesome salary. And it's like, well, these guys don't know me. me. 
No, no, no. They, oh, no. So he he went to interview someplace else, you know, and obviously didn't tell anyone. Got the offer, and people who knew him like for all of a few hours were gonna pay him way more than the people who knew him for years. So he's like, "Well, I'm gonna take this job," and it seemed like a good place. So he told his boss, and I mean, I think he'd asked for a raise beforehand. They were like, "No," or it was whatever. And then after they find out, then they match the offer, mm. and it was like it doesn't work like that. You know, because now you already know I want to leave, and this is only after the fact. Like, you could have paid me what I was worth now, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't have to, you know. So, I don't know. But what about in, in – do you talk to your friends about how much you make? Um, I actually have never said my number to anyone, and I, I guess I could break the seal, so to speak, especially because I, I care a lot less now. I used to, to be perfectly honest, I used to define myself by like, you know, being successful and making money until I realized that that's not everything. When did you realize that? Um, somewhere actually in the middle of doing this podcast. Or actually, it was like very the beginning of the podcast. So you realized early on in this podcast that money isn't, is not what defines you. And yet that's how you were brought up. Or that's how you would lose. I, I wasn't brought up to be. I was brought up uh, to be fo- you- focused on certain things that have now allowed me to make a lot of money. And I think that the go- my goal with the podcast is to try and convey those things so that other people. Because I I don't consider myself to be tic- to be particularly smart. I just work hard, and I was taught certain things early on. You know, by who? By by my parents. Mm-hmm. Because, because nothing that we've talked in the podcast is really that complicated, and investing is not that complicated, and saving or budget, you know, it's just putting the pieces in place. But but anyways, uh, right now at iHeart, uh, I make a little over 140 mm-hmm. a year. So there we go. <sighs> <laughs> it's out there now. <laughs> so you're making, but you live in a high. Uh, you live in a high cost of living area. You live in like basically the the suburb outside of New York. Yeah, but uh, to be, you know, and there, I think there are some jobs that are affected like that, and maybe mine to a degree. But most of it is because there are so few people that do what I do that that I could just ask for more. You know, because I know there are other people that I work with that are smarter than me. I've been doing it for longer, but they have a more um, prolific skill, like just a lot of more people do it, so they just don't make as much. Hmm. So you just, but you, yeah, and that's, but I guess, uh, what do you think somebody can learn from you telling, like, for instance, like if I said, uh, you know, I make roughly between forty to fifty, and sometimes sixty thousand dollars a year off of my websites. And off of what I do, so that that and it's a collection of things that I do, right? So mm-hmm. I and and this uh, that's all, that's all you know. That's a salary, or that's mm-hmm. uh, that's my yearly income. Wait, but now, I, now tell them really how much you make. Well, no, I, yeah, because I don't know. It's I haven't done the math this year. So uh, this year it looks like you might make about sixty or something. No, no. Well, that that's our goal. So we're that's we, a still goal. Have some, I, I think, we still have hustling to do, but yeah, you know. I think I'm closer to like forty eight or something. But now I haven't paid taxes yet, so True. that's not what I'm. That's well, not look, that's my take home. One forty is before taxes. Yeah, sure. I but, I get demolished by the government, thirty five percent. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't get that. My tax bracket is not that 
big. I don't get. I think last year I paid ten or fifteen percent. Like, dude, thirty five percent of my salary is like roughly forty nine thousand dollars. But That's... what's but what's to learn from that? So uh, people now know our numbers, right? Mm. Uh, mine's not as accurate as yours is, but it's. Uh, what do you learn from that? See, so, yeah, we both live in different areas, right? So you always have to take in consideration the area and the debt, right? So, well, it, it so could I be could, like this. So I could, say, well, I want to just point out something, too, because, look, you could say uh, that you make $250,000 a year, and you're like, holy fuck, that guy's a million. Like, he's making so much money. And then you don't realize he's like, you know, $500,000 in debt because he's got this house right. that's underwater. He's got, he's a doctor. So he's got student loan debts that are like upwards of $200,000. He's, uh, you know, he has like really fancy cars. He bought this like, you know, ridiculous size pool that he's still paying for. Like he could be in debt and that money actually means nothing. Right. Mm. But that's the part that people don't say. They just say the number and they don't you know, say the debts. That, that's true. And that's um, really the important part. The, the, the net. Yeah. Like, Cause that, that shows like the health mm-hmm. of, well, you know, there's people on the internet, and they're in our personal finance space, that give out their net worth. They tell people mm-hmm. what they're worth. And that's really – And do you think that's a true measure of, of your success as far as money is concerned? No, because – Why not? Uh, I, because I've deci- – I, personally, I've decided that uh, I no longer want to be uh, defining my success as a person by this like, far-removed number. You know, I think the important by the amount thing, of money you have, you mean? Yeah, and I think if you focus too much on the number, as opposed to making sure all of the mechanics are being done properly, like you're saving, you're investing, you know, you're doing all the right things, you're not in debt, then then it'll just it'll just happen. But if you're so focused on the number, like it almost you get like trapped. Or you'll chase by, an endless, you'll chase an endless goal. Yeah, and and to tell you what, like uh, we we've talked about this, and I don't want to get into the whole thing, but I have literally become trapped by my number, and I'm in the process of you know freeing myself. Where like you might have to explain you, that because what are, you, what are you trapped by? By like success or you know uh, requirements that uh, I don't know. I, it's, you, yeah, I, what do you, you what do you what do you trap? I'm. I, let me get to the bottom of it. What are you trapped by? What do you? How do you feel trapped? To me, it sounds like I'd feel pretty goddamn liberated if I was making that much money and yeah, didn't, didn't have you, debt. You do you know you know what I want to do really really yeah. bad and and I've I have yet to do it and I hope soon. But I would love to quit my job. But it's not about so it's not about time. money. But it's still not about money. You still need money to survive. Yeah. So uh, I have plenty like saved. And the thing is, is. Uh, Everyone in my life, actually you included, has said not for me to not do it. Mm-hmm. You know, not just like quit and and jump off the cliff. You know, into the unknown and try to make this a thing. Yet I have such a big reserve. And then, you know, well, then what's the point of of you know? And, and I, I don't really know how to describe it because I I don't necessarily understand the whole other angle. You know. Um, I think that the the purpose of of the money is so that you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. So I want to go back to the topic since we've gotten completely off base with it. Uh, <laughs> do you think that the talking about money isn't the social taboo, mm. and instead you should be talking about something else? 
Is there anything to learn from knowing other people's personal yeah, finance like, stuff? Say, say you're in college and you want and you're going to do something computer related and you like a lot of things. Well, maybe you would be a data engineer because they're they're more rare and so they make more money. Or, you know, maybe uh, you're working with people in a company and it turns out that uh, you could actually make more money as a technical leader as opposed to a manager and you would hate to manage. So then you can feel comfortable not chasing this managerial role because, you know, it's a, it's the storied way to make money. You know, or, or maybe... Um, I don't know. Maybe if you knew the net worth of your buddy, you might take his advice more seriously, you know, if you're in debt, you know, because he's obviously, uh, he's not just like talking the talk, he's walk the walk. And I think uh, someone who's very close to you may know your situation much better and they'd be able to advise you or help you, you know, not like tell you what to do, but give you ideas. And I think that, you know, you just work together. So what I'm hearing is you think that uh, if everyone just wore their number, let's say on their on their sleeve, mm-hmm. uh, that you could find the people who are the most trustworthy to ask advice about. No, to, no, no. I think you would have to, you know, talk to the person, gauge the, hear them. You know, uh, people have a lot of money, and a lot, a lot of these people got money from scamming other people. You know. Mm-hmm. So it all comes in together with everything. And it's just like um, people talk shop, you know, about work. They talk about sports. There's no reason why you couldn't talk about money if if for whatever reason it came up or you wanted to. Okay. Do you have uh, anything else you want to add? (laughs) No. Because I'm really not sure what we've learned from this, to be honest with you. Look, it it's not. There, I, don't know, some, I don't know how you want to sum this up because we've kind of been all over the place with this one, dude. It, it's an all over the place thing, and I think a lot of things that we talk about, or a lot of things that just me and you talk about, we don't have guests on, aren't necessarily like definitive things. Like there is a correct answer, or there is like a five step process. It's more in like the the zone of fluffiness. But you think more pe- people should be open about their finances? and have an open discussion about money in this. I, I just think that maybe they should question why they're so uptight about the number. You know, they're, they're, I know of people, because they've emailed us, and they're in serious debt issues, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're like spiraling out of control, and it's like, finally they've been able to tell someone what, you know, instead of bottling it up and putting the fake face that you're doing well and everything's okay, maybe if you were just open it up front from the beginning, people could have, Help helped you guide you away from you know the terrible situation you know mm-hmm. like there's like you know i i said on a previous podcast i accumulated a little bit of debt i'm resoundingly positive but you know a little bit to me is something that i can't pay completely in a month you know mm-hmm. and uh it, i think the act of talking about it it makes you like you're held responsible to to take care of it and like social contract things uh, hold, and hold you accountable yeah yeah, I just think there's like a lot of good that can come out of just being open and honest. It's part of your situation. It's part of your life. You know, you'll tell someone you have like a terrible hangnail, but you won't tell them that. You know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. Mm. It's like when people go to the doctor and they don't 
tell the doctor, they're embarrassed to tell the doctor exactly what's going on. And therefore the doctor can't help them because they don't, yeah. they're not telling the truth. They don't want to say the embarrassing right. side effect or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's his job. Like you're sorry. Yeah. Like, you're not the first person or the last person to say this to him. Yeah, exactly. And, and he stuck his finger up so many buttholes. Like he's just, yours is not the best. Mm-hmm. Or my, I mean, it could be. <laughs> No, no, I'm sure that yours is the best. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are going to have <laughs> questions after this episode, so please send them in to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And if you want to continue the conversation on social media, you can find us at Twitter, which is If you want to find out about Matt's butthole, you can find... All right. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at Twitter, at Money Matters Man, <laughs> or you can find us at Listen Money Matters. Or, I'm sorry. You can find us at <laughs> facebook.com slash listenmoneymatters. And I want to read uh, uh, a review that we get on iTunes. And if you guys like the show, please re- subscribe on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. That's how we're climbing the charts mm. on iTunes. And we're doing pretty well now that everyone's back from vacation. I hope everyone had a good August vacation as well. Uh, so this is from Chain Ring 2 from the United States. Great podcast, five stars. I love this podcast. It is informative and entertaining. I listen to Dave Ramsey and attend Financial Peace University at a local church. This podcast is very informational in a day-to-day manner for people that might not want the religious aspect of Dave. I love the episodes on drinking on a budget. It is a... I feel like I've read this before. I think that you have. Yeah? Well, you know what? You want to finish it and then read another one. It's a bonus. All right. (laughs) I love the episodes on drinking on a budget. I I don't know. Maybe it's just Dave's review. I love the episodes on drinking on a budget. It is a great podcast in its own right, and I guess it doesn't even need to be compared to any other show or podcast. The last few podcasts have been outstanding. Thank you, Chain Ring 2. And sure, I will read another one because I I mean, I don't know. Why do I feel like I've read that? I think that you have because I, I feel like I remember you reading it. Yeah? Mm. So, you've, so you've heard me do it. Okay. Uh, I will do one from... Paris in call, or I'm sorry, Paris in Cali. That is an I, a lowercase I. Paris in Cali from the United States. Uh, my go-to podcast, five stars. These two have motivated me to take my finances to the by the horns. I am personally not great with money, but by listening to LMM, I learn all kinds of ways to establish good habits and sustain them. I can't say I have one favorite episode, but I'm sure, but I sure do love the productivity productivity tips. Thanks, Matt and Andrew. I like the productivity tips, too, and I have a little productivity post coming out soon. So check for that on the website, listenmoneymatters.com. And also check out our toolbox, which you can find at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox, where we put all of the stuff that we like, including uh, our books, books that we like, documentaries I'm going to start putting in there, uh, mm. tools like Betterment, of course, YNAB, all these all these tools that we've had on the podcast and we recommend that we've actually used before. So Want to uh, create a blog or a podcast? Yeah, all like, that we're stuff. Just- Willy nilly. Yeah, all that stuff. So that's good. Uh, and that's it. So, uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, sorry for all my terrible jokes. Okay. <laughs> you should apologize at the end of every episode for your terrible jokes. Let's, let's nah. start doing that. Let's start doing that. That's your <laughs> sign off. I'm sorry for all the terrible jokes I've made. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Some some people appreciate pure corny <laughs> jokes. Like That's true. Some people appreciate the dad jokes. I will admit. That's right. <laughs> I've ja- my I do dad jokes. I'm just saying, you said corny jokes. Dad jokes are usually corny. So yeah, I, that's the joke, right? That was terrible. I think you should apologize. I'm sorry. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode later. Later, Matt. <laughs>